Hey there, it's your best friend, Kane Porkchop Daniel. Once again, I have to apologize for the quality of our guest recording. We're buying a new mic, I promise. And someday we'll all look back in this and laugh. You and I, everyone we know, sitting above the clouds with all our pain gone away. Laugh wistfully at our youth and the mistakes we made recording podcasts made 10 years after the point they could gain any traction. So apologies about the recording quality, but most of all apologies to Sinead, who was such a great guest and so much fun to talk to about two wildly different films. Anywho, here's The Goonies. Welcome to the DJ Review Podcast, where a group of film lovers revisit a cult or a classic film that one of them hasn't seen before. My name is Mike Cairns, and as always, I'm joined by Kane Daniel. Hi, I'm your favourite host, Kane Daniel. By Seb Godfrey. <laughs> mm, I don't know if you're a favourite. <laughs> Hi, I'm Seb Godfrey. And by our guest this week, if it isn't old, Sinead Stubbins. Hey, uh, Hi, Sinead. Hi, Sinead. You're not that old. Writer <laughs> of many things for many uh, cool online magazines, etc. That's what my LinkedIn says. Yeah. Thank you. But... Yeah, no, I, I did my yeah. research. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, we. Uh, this is, this is up, the week Mike. where... What? Sinead, oh. shut up. Um, <laughs> we need to um, restate the premise of the show. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now what it is, is a guest is on two episodes. The first episode they're on, we watch a film that they haven't seen. And then the second one, we watch a film that they've seen and none of us regular idiots Mm. haven't. Thanks for explaining the thing I was just about to uh, explain to everyone. Okay. But Cheers. now you've told me yeah. to shut up. I don't think I will be on the second episode. And uh, I didn't, see I, I you later, suckers. No. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That is absolutely correct. And this week, uh, the three of us selected a film that Sinead hadn't seen. Sinead, what film did we select? The Goonies. The Goonies. Right. Before we delve in to see what Sinead thought of it, uh, a little synopsis. The love child of Steven Spielberg and Christopher Columbus, The Goonies takes you back to a more adventurous time in cinema, where pirates could be pirates, Spanish immigrants could be taunted with abandon, and a chubby fat kid could have an overly physical relationship with an intellectually disabled giant. Throw in a treasure hunt, booby traps, and a middling Cindy Lauper song, and by crikeys, you've got yourself a hit movie. Right, Sinead, what did you think of The Goonies? Uh, I think my favourite part was when it ended and I didn't have to watch The Goonies anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Really, yeah. That was, oh, that was a special a time. moment. <laughs> when I, when I was no longer watching The Goonies, it was... Right. <laughs> okay, well, it was please, quite a moment. please elaborate. First thing first, wait, okay. how have you gotten this far through your life without seeing The Goonies? Because I feel like it presents itself... In the funniest of ways, people. Everyone's seen it. How have you not well, seen first it? Well, you're pointing at me, so I can tell you're already <laughs> mad. <at me>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very mad. But very uh, mad. Everyone at home, uh, Seb is pointing and looks quite mad. Yeah, mm. Yes, yeah. I'm very, very mad. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I just it, I, we've all got movies like that, right? Mm. Like we just, yeah. I, I don't know. It, 
came out before I was born. Yeah, fair enough. I just never had encountered it before. I was always familiar with it, but yeah, yeah, just. If you had described what the Goonies was about before seeing it, what would have you have said? Uh, Madcap adventures with children. Mm. They are madcap. That's it. That's it. One of them's handicapped. Can you um, uh, elaborate <laughs> on on some of the uh, some of the reasons why uh, you were quite happy for that film to end? Okay, well, at no point in the film was I clear on anyone's objectives. I didn't know what these children were trying to achieve. Yep. Um, there was too much going on, uh, and they I felt like they spent so long in those caves that I saw my entire life flashing before my eyes. <laughs> I feel like it aged me in, in ways that I will never <laughs> be able to That it puts me, that, that cave, like that whole sequence, it's like Temple of Doom, light. And also... It goes, oh, yeah. I, totally. I, I had Temple of Doom in my notes, mainly for the oh, uh, yeah. the shrieking uh, women, which is the same in Temple of Doom uh, with um, Kate Capshaw, mm. who spends the entire movie screaming. And oh, it's, the, the, yeah. the fucking little weenuses do as well. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, yeah. it just replaced us. Uh, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, with yeah, uh, yeah. pinches of barrel, pinches of barrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's two hours of kids yelling, right? Yeah. Like like they, had to re- like they had to re-record into the dialogue because <laughs> like the kids were just talking hours. over each other the whole time. <laughs> Everyone's upset with me. I can no, feel I'm, it in I'm, the air. I, I, oh, no, no, no. Kane no. is not. I'm, I'm right I am, there with you, baby. Why, you is it, why is this movie two hours? Tell me that. Well, everything in the 80s was two hours, wasn't it? No. Really? Is that what the 80s were like? It sounds yeah. boring to me. <laughs> I don't think that's what the 2000s are like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um... Also, why were the boys so mean to each other all the time? Is this what mm. boys are like? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you saw I mean, us. That wasn't my experience. You saw us setting up for this podcast, I mean. <laughs> yeah, you guys were, there was a punch on. There were fisticuffs. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what Alex said while, while we were... Uh, <laughs> While we were watching it, she said of Josh Brolin, it's a lot of face for a young man to deal with. Oh, absolutely <laughs> right. Absolutely right. Yeah. He has a lot of chin to live up to. Yeah. yeah and and I guess he did, right? Yeah. Mm, Playing I mean, Thanos. Yes. Yeah. That's a strong draw. That's, doesn't get better than that. Um, so, Seb, mm. um, you have a lot of um, emotion, emotion around this movie. <laughs> I do. Um, what, what, what do you say? This is a foundational oh, movie 100%. of, of, this is, of Sebastian Godfrey's this, psyche. Oh, undoubtedly. This is in my top five because it is a film that I've grown up with my entire life. came out the year I was born. My parents have a seafood restaurant in Tasmania called The Drunken Admiral, which is... Yes, which I just ate at. Oh, great. Which is a good. goddamn trip. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. But as you can tell, I've grown up with this obsession with pirates, which has been passed down through generation to generation. Mm. Oh, yeah. And it was w- I went, like your parents into pirates. Well, my dad was. My right. mum, not so much. But right. the when I was probably four years old until, uh, I don't know, uh, 10, I wore a skull and crossbones around my neck with these ruby red eyes. Ah. <laughs> and I used to just like, I loved it. Like that was, and purely based off Goonies and just pirate movies, Swiss Family Robinson, all this sort of, you know, anything Robinson Crusoe, anything like Island Adventure, all that stuff was just, that was me through and through. I was, I was really fascinated with the Swiss Family Robinson as well. Oh man, that tree house is, oh, yes, man, yeah. Right? Well, it's kind of got that same, it's that, yes, you can pick the whole film apart and it's riddled with holes um, and just 
you know, bits of plot that don't make sense and continuity mistakes and all that stuff. But as a kid, it's just made for kids. It's a kid's movie. If you haven't grown up with it, I can see how that's where you've got beef. But I just refuse to see those bits. Well, I saw them, but I refuse to acknowledge, <laughs> acknowledge them. your hatred for the film. We don't know. Like, I don't. I mean, I probably do hate it, but I don't feel strongly. <laughs> it's just that I'm just confused by what these children were trying to achieve. Also, what is a goonie? <laughs> yeah. Th- thank no. you. Thank you for bringing that up. Because what is a goonie? At no Good point. Enough. At no point. Like, it just starts out, you know, like the, the rules of Goonies, like Goonies never say die see, at all. See, see, I like but there's that. no, there's no. No, that's good. That's just good, like, kind of naturalistic storytelling. You know, they don't particularly need to explain it, do they? Do, well, do they need they, to explain the etymology up. of this dumb word? They seem word? to explain like, every hey, single Goonies, other they, they explain the shit out of everything else. So. They, they, they live in an area of Astoria called the Goondocks. They yeah. nickname the Goondocks. So it's the Goonies from the Goondocks. That's kind of the whole, yeah. the whole right. thing. It's in Oregon, but, right? Yeah, it's in Oregon, which a lot of, uh, like, uh, a lot of kids' films in the 80s are all set in Oregon. Stand By Me. Um, I mean, E.T. was just up the road a little bit, but... Um, I always thought E.T. was meant to be in California. It is at California, which right. is close to. Yes, but it's kind close. of on that borderline, that red, what's a tall redwood forest um, country bit, not near the coastline. But, um, yeah, it, I don't know. It's just, I, as soon as I start that film, as soon as you see that black and white skull, skull and crossbones <laughs> that I wore around my neck. <laughs> it's really cool. It's yeah. just like, man, I'm in... I'm in for the ride. And I love how it starts with no music as well. Mm. The first sound in the whole film I, is like I, the slamming of the bars on the, in the, in the. I thought, I thought my Bluetooth speaker yeah, wasn't connected. Totally. I, turned, I, I spent five I still minutes do going it. like, what the fuck is my goddamn. Yeah. And, and if I had to just let, um, the movie play for like 30 seconds instead of like rewinding and trying to fiddle with my Bluetooth speak. Anyway. Yeah. That's um, great. No? I feel like that sets it. Behind the scenes watching a movie, I tell you. Um, no, that, that whole opening sequence is just like, especially when you're a kid as well, but getting out of prison, you, you can pick the whole thing apart if you want, but you escaping from prison. There's a guy wearing sunglasses in prison. Who gets to wear sunglasses yeah, no, exactly, in prison? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's great. That's awesome. Also, a classic kids movie opener, a fake suicide. Yeah. yeah kids totally. love that. Yes. <laughs> I was I was thinking the same kids thing. Kids were tougher like, in the 80s. They could, deal with, yeah. they, could deal, is, they were more real. Yeah. This is heavy shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, with, yeah, with Robert Darvey and, uh, our old mate. Robert Darvey, who you may know from the bad guy in Licence uh, to, to Kill, Kill which is Licence great. To Kill. And, uh, yeah. FBI agent number two in Die Hard. Certainly I don't know is. He won an two. Oscar for that, yeah? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 He did. Yeah. And um, being a fucking ripping, ripping dickhead. Yeah, like, yeah, totally. He's like in the tank for Trump. Like he's, yeah. He's a grotesque human being. Wow. Yeah, he, he, he's a regular on Fox News these days. Um, just, uh, wow. yep. yeah. But he also sings Frank Sinatra covers. So he that's him singing. Yeah, that's that is actually him singing. I was, I was, he's I was, got a yeah. good set of pipes on him. Yeah, she does in the I, film. I, I looked up um, him singing Frank Sinatra because I, because I was thinking to myself, oh my God, this is going to be so shitty. And I get to get to splice it in. And it's going to be hilarious. And uh, Oh man, yeah. he's got, can Home, sing. Homeboy can sing. Yeah. My uh, older cousins always used to call him Craterface. Yeah. yeah, and everything. Well, he's he's the second best acne scarred actor in Hollywood after Edward James Olmos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you? So, can I just ask you about the Goonies for a second? Yeah, yeah, please. please. Ask away. So, oh, that's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Goonies. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring it back to the 
podcast. Um, I don't know why I said that. So I mean, everyone's fighting. Everyone's fighting. So was the only issue that they didn't have enough money to stop the demolition of their homes? Mm. Yes, that's yeah. the only issue. But I've got beef for those. But watching it again with these podcasted eyes, mm. I. Why are they trying to? They're not trying to knock their, all their houses down to make a golf course. That is the yep. shittiest place to make a golf course. There's houses everywhere. It's like a big suburban built-up area. That's like that's, that's never that's, stopped anyone before. Yeah, yeah. But that's I mean, like, it's, and and also it's been commented on a million times. But why are so many like eighties kids films and like broad comedies about why, big developments? Yeah. Why are the bad guys always real estate developers? And you got to yeah. have a bikini well, car like, wash or yeah, whatever. It's like, so. um, yeah, <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins is the same. They, they, they want to knock down, knock down his shop. Yeah. Mm. So also, yeah. so there's just this pirate map was just in the attic. Yeah. yeah, all of like that whole sequence when I watch it again, and I'm like, why have they got those? Like, so the electric, the yes. electric things in <laughs> the, the attic. Exactly like, you know those things where you like you put your fingers on it and you get like static electricity yes. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why are they on? Yeah, like you guys why have are they up like, there in the first place. But, but how also, come Mike yeah, has never been they, up there before? Yeah, yeah. true. I know. Yeah, he's an inquisitive little. He's like, oh my god, he never knew all this cool shit was up here. And then and everything, he just seems to kick over the right things at the right, and all the stories just seem to like ah. But just oh, when you really? when you start to ask yourself questions, Corey Feldman comes in and does yeah. something stupid and diffuses any like any plot hole yeah. that you're willing Speaking to look into. Like the the only sort of thing that I really remember growing up because like my sisters watched this a bunch of times is uh, being a Mikey myself. Hey Mikey, um, <laughs> hey Mikey, you want to go to the bathroom? That was. <laughs> For the first at least 15 years of my life. I think I still is, say that to you. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, Mikey. Hey, Mikey. You want to go to the bathroom? But, um, but yeah, no, uh, Corey Feldman is, like, uh, they just let him loose. Like, yeah. you know. Um, totally. I, I did some research into him uh, as well. He's um, he's got oh, his a, parties. He's got stuff. a checkered career at the moment as well. Oh, he's, the Feld he's, Mansion. Yeah, the yeah, Feld Mansion. With Corey's Angels. He's Corey's Angels, and he's on a musical tour. Yeah, and um, and he's also got revelations about Michael Jackson as he well. He does. He's trying to raise yeah. money. He's trying to raise a million dollars to make a documentary about his uh, life of being potentially touched by Michael Jackson, which he isn't going to reveal until he gets his million dollars on Kickstarter or whatever. Yep. So Sinead. Yep. Say if. Uh, like eleven-year-old Sinead watched this. Yeah. Do you do you think he'd like it? Uh, no. No. I think <laughs> it just kind of felt like playing a board game that I didn't want to play, like that someone was forcing me to play. <laughs> like I just, mm. like I, I just don't. I think even as an eleven-year-old, I would have been like, man, this is a long movie. It just feels so long. Really, but it's so far. It's so well paced. There's that was, like that was really funny. Disagree. I really thought I, 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 like when I saw the the running time, I'm like, really? Is oh. it an hour and fifty? And then it just it ticks along. Like I, I thought it was fine, but I, again, I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I I, do, more for me, it was just like remembering. Oh, I remember this bit. Yeah. Oh, I remember that bit. I don't understand why. Um. So. Data is the one who's got all the gizmos and tricks. The best character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why? Why the uh, the elaborate opening of the front gate um, with all the <laughs> with bells the and whistles, Goldberg, like a Rick yeah. Goldberg machine? Yeah. That that is inexplicable. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Okay, come on, Sam. That's good for, no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying, John <laughs> could have just reached over and opened the latch on the gate if he wanted to. No, and absolutely. Mouth just walked in five seconds before him. Yeah. And. Also, to further that, that would mean you're only allowed to let in one person a day. Yeah. Because the, the chicken laying an egg thing yeah. 
He, <laughs> the chicken's not just pumping out. <laughs> You're not allowed. How's that work? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That just seemed <laughs> overly gratuitous. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Just like, what, what is the point the of this? Back yeah. up the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Cut that bit out, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff the egg back up the chicken. Um, yeah, that kind of... Yeah, no, I just... because funny, it, like, I always, like, I've seen this film probably three times a year for my entire existence uh, and I just look past all that stuff and it was funny doing this again looking for things that I hadn't seen somehow I'd never noticed like Mouth's amazing Prince Purple Rain jumper that he's wearing that's like how have I not seen that before that's kind of dense layered like all the backgrounds it's so 80s it's so like the music and the the uh, like Mikey's bedroom and all that stuff it's just like it's this little slice into 1982 which is one thing I I quite liked um, sort of that sequence where because there's obviously a fair bit of uh, th- them needing to write filler for the um, uh, God what are the family called the um, what are the bad guys called the Fratellis, oh, the Fratellis. The Fratellis. Um, like the, for the Fratellis like to to stay band, yes the Fratellis or, yes or, or, yeah or Sydney. Now, Melbourne restaurant, Fratelli Fresh. <laughs> Fratelli Fresh. <laughs> That's actually um, their restaurant. Like, to keep them upstairs for a while so that they could um, get through a bit more of the, the stuff going on downstairs. And that whole sequence where um, Chunk just tells him, like, tells them <laughs> from the start of his life. Like, oh, that was all, really yeah. funny. It's That's really awesome. funny. Like, yeah, I actually yeah. think that. And, that and really they're good. all looking at him and, like, just. And then Robert Darby's like, gotta like this kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kids were amazing. Yeah. They were yeah. so yeah. good. And I loved, I actually did really like the, like, the talking over each other and that like, their conversations yeah. were just so loud I, and expensive. Sean yeah, is so cute. That it's, it's like <laughs> so Robert cute. Altman. Still? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Robert Altman, you know, it's yeah. talking over each yeah. other and stuff. Well, they, I think they took the kids away to Hawaii for a couple of weeks before and just all hang out and, like, become friends. That's mm. so cute. And then... Uh, Talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> talked yeah, to them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's one of the only films to have been shot in... The, the shoot took five months as opposed to a standard film, uh, filming of, like, three months, and they shot the film in sequence, start to finish, just because they, they could capture that real adventure flow of the of the wow. film as well, which is pretty cool. Like, it made no financial sense to do that, but they thought they'd get better um, performances out of the kids and stuff, yeah. which makes, yeah, makes sense, rather than just showing them the... Shiny bits of gold at the end and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kane, mm. I know. You, um, I mean, it's referenced in an earlier episode of this podcast. Your uh, disdain for this film. Um, please elaborate. I don't know. I, I, I think my after watching it again, my disdain has softened into oh. just apathy. <laughs> like I just, I just. Uh, no, I mean this. This is a difficult thing with this podcast is like trying to modulate. Like as as a you know. 23-year-old man as I am, like... Why is everyone laughing? (laughs) With that haircut. Yeah, it's hard to... um, It's hard to put myself in the shoes of, you know, this is why I asked you, like me at 12 years old, whether I'd like it. I mean, I would enjoy the shit out of it. I'm certain of that. But I guess the thing I was trying to analyze is that, you know, it has carried over into kind of being a canonical movie that people will, like Seb and, you know, like a million others, would kind of try and separate out and say, this is a good movie. You Mm. know what I mean? And I'm not sure whether it is. I I, I think that, as as Sinead said, I think all the pacing's off. I don't... 
it's i mean you you say the pacing's good but the pacing when you think about it is just like it's a flat line you know what i mean it's just it just barrels forward which i guess can be good in some movies but i don't think it serves this one well it's a kids movie i guess that's the yeah 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 i mean is it a good kids movie yes there weren't enough girls in it, I think, for me to That's be interested true. in no, when true. I was a that kid. Is, yep. That is, just, that is like, true. They're just like, oh, the cute, girl, kind of, the cute girl's grumpy best friend who wears glasses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, wasn't it? <laughs> when she takes glasses off. Yeah. Martha, I mean, Martha she's great. Martha Clinton. Martha Clinton. Martha Clinton. Martha Clinton. I know, I know but I wish yeah. she, yeah. She, yeah, I wish she had more than four things to say in the yeah. entire yeah. movie. Yeah, I broke my glasses. Did anybody notice that the other, like, the other girl, you could see, like, her ass a couple of times. This is, I didn't like that. Andy? Yeah. Yeah, You could see, like, a... Her underwear. Uh, Not appropriate. I didn't notice. No. <laughs> <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> One thing about the the poster, like I get that everyone's like holding on to the, so the, the poster is, you know, them holding on to the, the rock, which doesn't happen in the movie. Which I'm sure no. you've seen because it's attached to the, yeah, uh, to, the to artwork the, on iTunes or, yeah. or Instagram. Um, but... Mikey's so far down the rung. Well, and he's the, he's the star I, of the movie. Because I only knew that poster, so I just thought the whole thing was going to be about Josh Brolin. Which is pretty yeah. funny because Josh Brolin has become the biggest star out of yeah. all of those guys How and they put him on top. I wonder if it's because of the... Uh... Sean Astin. <laughs> I love Sean Astin. Sean Astin's amazing. Great. But you know Drew Struzan, the painter, who yep. is like one of my all-time mm-hmm. icons. He's Wars just posters Star Wars. He's done, oh, like, yeah, you just, yeah, look him up if you Indiana don't know Jones. him. Oh, like, he's done There's a halfway decent documentary The thing, which is my favourite poster of all time. Um, there's a, yeah, there is a really good doco, Drish Trizan, um, doco out there. Look it up. Uh, the life, I can't remember what it, Google it. Um, and, but he did, he did an iteration of that Goonies poster with every different, um, character, character at the top of the thing. Cause they, they didn't know who was going to be the, you know, the biggest star in the film or the, the most interesting. So, or just aesthetically pleasing on the poster. So every one of them, I think there's eight of them or something had their... Their own, their own version. So Google yep. those as well. We did. He did pencil sketches. So there's black and white ones of all the other ones, and then they chose the black and white direction. Right. And, and yeah. color That's okay. I guess in my own time, I, I've, I've done. I've done a version of each poster in every possible iteration of the order that they could be like with one-eyed Willie in there as well. Yep. No, that'd be crazy. Also, one-eyed Willie. <laughs> Um, that's, mm. that's hey, oh, there you go. It's like a weenus. That's, that's <laughs> like a penis joke. It is. One of them is pretty great. But that whole sequence, okay, where they spat out of the, the water slides, we'll, we don't have to get into the whole yep. mechanics behind the booby traps and all the things and all the, mm. who made those? That's just crazy that to think that someone made all these Rube Goldberg slicey yep. bowling ball things. Anyway, all that aside, when the kids got spat out, came into the water, shot up, they made sure they hadn't seen this set at all. They actually ferried them out into the water and then spanned them around wow. and filmed their genuine reaction. But then what, I think it was um, Mouth, yeah, it could, could have been Corey Feldman, that was like, holy shit. And they went, oh, fuck, you just fucked up the whole take. They had to redo it. <laughs> there were a um, couple of shits. There were a couple of shits early yeah. on. But, hey, and then they get onto the ship, right? Yep. And oh, this is, I'm just opening up a little envelope here. This oh, is something very, very special, very, very close to my heart that I have purchased off eBay from a licensed. Oh, this no is shit. Some of One-Eyed Willie's treasure that I'm holding here. A piece That's of so eight, cool. a doubloon from the movie Goonies official. That's awesome. And you can all touch it. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Pass it around. Oh my gosh, it's Pass too it heavy with importance. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's so What's cool. What's it made of? Uh, 
Last week. And, and nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah. Kids' tears. Why when, why when Mikey found the skeleton, did he start crying and be like, you and I are the same? How are they yeah, the same? That, that sort of didn't make... <laughs> yeah, that, that whole relationship then, between the like, two hey, of them didn't really... You know, yeah, like that did make sense. Bye, Willie. At the end, and it's like they both got osteoporosis. <laughs> it's not for. <laughs> <laughs> they went drink, uh, too, drink too, a glass of milk, Mikey. Yeah. Well, if there's so much Pepsi in their fridge, apparently. So, uh, well, you know, Pepsi uh, paid a shite load of money to yeah. the producers oh. <laughs> really? to, get, to get to get two. No, they wanted two Pepsi references in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, well, they yeah. got them. They got them. They got them. They got them. They really. It yeah. reminds me of that Wayne's World scene where he's like... Can, can we can we backpedal so I can read, like, my, my really smart thing that I wrote? Sure. <clears throat> About, like, you know, Mikey is the center of it, and he's by far the least interesting character. <gasps> uh, what? Disagree. Who's the least interesting character? Um, Corey Feldman. Right. I just hated that kid. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, I like it when you interrupt. <laughs> I've, I've I've railed against my distaste for kind of like the the Christopher Columbus kind of George Lucas Steven Spielberg like man child thing. Uh, and this is along those lines. These films are predicated on having an an uninteresting cipher at their heart. They're an, so, and that cipher is an audience proxy, which means that the implication is that the audience, the filmmaker, and thus the audience, wants to be uninteresting. It's a film for uninteresting people. (laughs) (laughs) Seb, would you like to respond? Uh, I was six years old. And, and, and like, in that structure, that that, that means that, you know, uh, like, like, you know, Spielberg, Columbus, they know that they're, like... Oh, they're very self They know what they're doing. frail, debilitated idiots... But 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 they feel wow. talented people orbiting around them. You know what I mean? I think that was or on the poster. Interesting people. Yeah. I think orbiting I would like around to them. defend Mikey for a minute. Okay, mm. hit me. I don't know if it's just because I too was a nervous child, but the part where he everyone's going up into the attic and he's like, "Oh God, don't break anything!" Or, "Oh God, don't I don't want this to happen!" Like he's constantly worried about what's about to happen, and then gets his courage halfway through. I kind of relate. I was that kind of child. Yeah, an anxiety child. I still am anxiety. <laughs> but you kind of needed to be egged on a little bit. Yeah. Like to go, oh. But then once I had my mindset on yep. something, I wouldn't hear anything yep. else. Okay. Yep. So tag yourself. You're Mikey. I'm Mikey. Yeah. I think this, well, just quickly, just quick side note, this, you just reminded me, last night I didn't watch either of these films. I watched Risky Business. Yeah. Which I was just talking about. But, um, and there's kind of a similar theme running through that where he's like, he's nervous about doing putting a foot out of place and people coming around to his house and all this stuff and every now and again you just have to say fuck it and do the thing and it's kind of like that was kind of a running running theme through lots of 80s uh lots of don't piss your parents off i feel like parents were scarier in the 80s but this is this is the same thing like spielberg columbus et al they're like little like they're little wieners that that like respect authority way too much and they're terrified of their parents you know what i mean yeah for sure Let's, uh, which character would you be, Tim? Who's your, who's your sofa? Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, I haven't really, I don't, I don't know. I, I never really thought about, I was just kind of, I was like another Goonie that would just go along for the ride, but it'd be the silent one in the corner just watching what they're doing. I don't know. <laughs> You're a bit data. Know. A bit data. Yeah. 
data? Yeah. Just because I've got an iPhone. No, because you're just like a, you're, you're a fun, you're likeable guy. You're one of those rare souls with an iPhone. Yeah, I reckon no. you're closest to data. Data? Yeah. Well, like in, right. in the way you're always you're always making crazy shit. The 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 kid, right? Like, uh, I should have looked this up, but he's just an American kid, right? Which one? Data. Oh, data. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's that's interesting because you know he's short round in in yeah, Temple yeah. of Doom, right? And he does it precisely the same. Yeah. Voice. Mm. You know, okay, Doki, Doctor yeah. Jones. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, right. who's the racist one? Well, yeah. Is it racist to do an impression of a racist accent? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting because I, I I assume he's just like a kid that grew up in fucking Wisconsin or something. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just interesting that that like you know he he wouldn't mm. have done like a study of accents or, or you know that's just some oh, like kid that grew up in Wisconsin. It's a very like, mean doing... Iraqi accent. Like yeah, it's, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. It's just it's just yeah because it yeah. doesn't sound like any. It doesn't sound like anything but sure. what that kid came up with, and that's interesting for some reason, I think. Yeah, and also just making fun of the Spanish woman, uh, you know, oh, yeah. the whole Ro- time as well. Rosalita. Rosalita. Yeah, yeah that was, that <laughs> that's was amazing. Why would you hire a, why would you hire yeah, why a Spanish would you hire someone who can't... If you can't... Yeah. yeah. Or if, if you... you're expecting one of your son's friends to maybe translate for you. And his translations are filthy, and they're yeah. amazing. I wonder if they could... Yeah, because he's translating in Spanish and they're subtitled, I feel like you could get away with a lot more yeah. of like... You know, talking about sex dungeons and drugs kind of, and there's there's kind of a gymnastics to it where you can take kids and like because they're not kids, saying them. No, yeah, no, no, more, more that it's going to be self-selecting because kids who can't read can't read the subtitles. So it's kind of like they're they're already sifted out. Same thing, happened, but simply by yeah. dint of not being able to read the subtitles. Robert Darby, you know, when he's like, he walks in. Um, uh, walks into the the tavern and all the kids are there and the old mama's there and he walks out and he says something in uh, Italian. He's the, the translation of that. There's no subtitles, but the translation of that is filthy. Really? Like, who are these fucking little cunts or something like that? Oh, right. And you're like, whoa, all right, this is a yeah. So you, maybe you could you get away with that. Maybe the Italian version is rated R. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was banned in Italy for <laughs> <laughs> for profanity. <laughs> Okay, so we've got another another sponsor. Can you believe it? Uh, what? Well, Ooh. look, you know, they keep flocking. They keep flocking. You so, know, do you know? Do you know what's amazing? The, the amazing thing to me is that you know we've all listened to podcasts. Same goddamn advertisers every time. Every time. Yeah. Audible. Blue Apron. Yeah. Hey, you're giving away free. You're going to have to. Now we're going to have to ask them for money. You're saying names of sponsors. No, so. they can go get fucked. Yeah. But we actually did get another sponsor. We did because this fresh episode, one every week. Sorry. <laughs> the look, the look I just received. <laughs> Don't you step on my fucking head. Yeah, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by mugtime.com. Order one mug delivered to you every month. Go on, it won't hurt you, and it's fun to boot. Look at this one says world's greatest dad. Isn't that adorable? But it's not all dads with big scary dongs that you saw once in the shower haunt you to this day and pollute your ability to have a healthy sexual life. There's also mugs that say you don't have to have a mental health problem to work here, but if you do, we have an understanding, caring attitude about it and policies that will support you without financial penalty or professional judgment. Wow, that's so progressive. So anyway, get one mug that says my other car is a dog for free with their first purchase when they use coupon code DEJA. After three months, you'll be automatically upgraded to our premium package and receive one mug a week. 
After a year, our platinum package will send three mugs a day to your door with free shipping and a liberal, but not crazy, return policy. From then, things speed up with terrifying exponential speed. Help me! Mugs are being dropped on my head every minute. I feel duty-bound to fill everyone with liquid and drink from it. Oh, this one has a kitty on it. My lungs are filling with hot water, cold tea, and goat broth made from the bones of Baphomet himself. Men without faces are handing me mug after mug after mug, and their eyes without eyes are screaming at me to drink, drink, drink. Anyway, don't forget to use coupon code Deja at mugtime.com for that free mug, you dinks. <sighs> mugtime.com. All right. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Speed round. Things that I wrote down in my notes. Uh, if you laid petrol out on the ground and just like shot it with a bullet, yep. would it really light up? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, in the All movies, right. definitely. Shut yeah. up, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> As if Superman could fly. Huh? I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just saying. I use that for any uh, diffusing of uh, plot holes. <laughs> on, on, on a not funny note, there is something brilliant about kind of that era of Spielberg, Columbus-y kind mm. of movies that they're shot like in Panavision, like 2.35 oh, to yeah. 1. And, yeah. and it's, there's something great about it. Like, like mm. it really, it, it gives, it elevates it into something that feels kind of like bigger than it actually is. Absolutely. And sort of there's that, there's that one shot early in the film when they're just about, they've just headed off on their adventure oh, and they... Ariel? Uh, no, uh, no, but when they're sort of walking over the hill, um, and it's sort of facing out over the, over the water and you can see the, the, um, the rocks that they're, you know, um, yep. that, that match up with the doubloon. That Mikey flukily matches just nose um, to. And they've got, uh, one of them's got that yellow sort of, uh, rain slicker on. It was such a really cinematic shot. Yeah. And. For a movie that doesn't use a lot of special effects as well, like as in, as far as like mm. loose, like you know, well, green screening or whatever. Um, like everything was seen to be shot, you know, mostly on, you know, well, either out um, on location. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I was really struck with that shot. But yeah, you, it's absolutely right, Kane. Like that sort of, it just, you know, in another film, that shot might just be sort of, oh, yeah, whatever. But yeah. it just really struck me that one. Anyway, there's, and, but there's something moody about, weather as well, which kind of mm, worked well. Yeah, but there's something about the specific like photographic look. Mm-hmm. That, that is not unique to Goonies. Like you and see Oregon it in, is just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to read something about like kind of the the geek aspect of like the film and camera and lenses and so. I don't know if anybody's got anything to read about that. Get at us. Uh, another thing I wrote in the newspaper. The headline. <laughs> there's a newspaper, and the headline ah. is. Fratelli's at it again. Because maybe, maybe, maybe the 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 movie could have done with a bit more of that, like a bit more camp or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, being was... a grammar nerd, did you notice the apostrophe was in the wrong place? With Fratelli's. Look <laughs> it up. I um, know you should have that went. But also, sorry, just quickly on that newspaper, uh, how have they managed to get this newspaper into that location in the tavern? Um, it's printed. It's in there uh, mere hours mm. after the Fratellis had just escaped from yep. the from the thing. Can yeah. I say something about that? They 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 think it's a restaurant, right? Yeah. Why why do they go through the charade of why do the Fratellis go through the charade of pretending that it is and not just tell them to fuck off? They're just kids. Yeah. True. 
Mama Fratelli likes the, you know, she likes a bit of role play. She likes a bit of... Uh, no, not role play, sorry. Mama Fratelli. Mama I meant to say improv. And, uh, <laughs> hey, no judgment. You do you. Mama Fratelli. King shame Mama Fratelli on this uh, podcast. And Ramsey. Throw Mama from the train. Throw Mama from the train. She's so good. I think she is. Did she win an Oscar or got nominated for an Oscar as supporting actor for Throw Mama from a Train? She's great. That's a good Film. Yeah, well, I actually wrote that. I love, I love it when she says, "Just kids suck." Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was a great totally, line. Yeah. Well delivered. I yeah, thought. yeah, definitely. Can we can we talk about Trunk? <laughs> yes. Yep. Because to me, Trunk is the best character. Even though I I can I can barely watch the truffle shuffle thing. I just that think it's, it's so, so fucking humiliating. Oh, I hate boy. it so much. It's so cruel. Mm. You know a fact about the truffle shuffle? Yeah. Trunk had chickenpox at the time of filming refused to tell anyone because he didn't want to be booted off the film. And if you look on his tummy, when he lifts his shirt to do the truffle shuffle, he's got little red dots all over Aww. it. Oh, he's got a little tummy. Yeah. And most yeah, of the cast didn't actually know where he was half the yeah. film because he was in the, with them in the start and then he kind of goes off to be yeah. taunted by Robert Darby. And okay, fall in love face. with... And fall in love yeah. with a, a, a big muscle man. Like, I felt that was a very rushed relationship. Like they, mm. they, they fell in love <laughs> You're really quickly. You come to live with me now. Yeah, it's like, like you consult like, your parents what? on this or what? Yeah, no, he, he didn't ask his parents. <laughs> and he's <laughs> enormous like, man. Yeah. Come and live yeah. with us. Yeah. <laughs> it was oddly sexual, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, there was. Yeah, that, that's. I, I was sort of like, ooh, okay, mm. and and they, yeah, they got together real quick. I mean, you know, like, hey, look, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Good. Yeah. Um, but funnily enough, chunk. I don't think he didn't do much after that, but he lost a whole bunch of weight and yeah, started. Yeah, he's kind of uh, hot now. He's just he's just a hot Hollywood lawyer. Mm. Um, yeah, but he. Uh, I wonder really? If he, yeah, yeah. Looking, he's one of the only. I think it's <laughs> it's. I think him, Data, um, and the other one of the girls, the only ones that never really pursued an acting career. The rest of them did. But no, Data. Data. I think he's like a martial arts. Uh, what do you call it? Choreographer. Right. Or a bunch of films. Same. It's kind of the same. <laughs> same as what you do, Rachel. Eh? Yeah, it's actually what I yeah, do. Cool. Yeah, cool. Nice. I liked when Data's dad said to him that you're my best invention. Oh. Yes, that, that was, was kind of touching, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? it was. I, I was. At that point, I was like, I just want this movie to be about Data and his family. They seem fucking cool. See, I wrote down that I wanted I wanted a spin-off movie called The Plight of Chunk. Something about... I think a lot of what is compelling about Chunk is actually I think the I think it's got to do with the quality of his voice. You know what I mean? Hey, Chunk. Like depth to it. He's like he's got yeah yeah. It's yeah. like he's straining the whole time. And... Yeah. Mm. Um. Speaking of Chunk, we've got uh, oh, yeah. Sloth. Yeah. So you know, um, Sloth was actually played by a, a famous NFL player called John Matsuzak. Who didn't do a lot of films? He was kind of a bit of a. He's been in a couple of things because I looked at his ice picture pirates. on the. Okay, another trashy '80s like wannabe Star Wars ish kind okay. of thing, which was yeah. But um, he didn't do much. But this is definitely his his breakout. You know, his main role, breakout role, considering he didn't see his face. Probably why he didn't do much afterwards. <laughs> he broke out, yep. and then he went back in. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but he was like he was a. He was a bad boy. He um, was riddled with any number of drugs and always getting himself into trouble with the law and spent some time behind bars and all this sort of stuff. But um, I think he died sort of 88. Ninth strongest man in the world when he tried to clean up his act and start bending bars around his head and lifting weights. Um, oh, shit. But, According um, to whom? Uh, the, the, the strong man the strong competition. Man competition. <laughs> the big one. 
the big the big competition. He Why he, is he, he placed he placed <laughs> ninth. No, is that a UN mandated body? Or something? <laughs> he had a UN mandated body, definitely. Yeah. And also, fun fact: uh, the reason why he wears a Superman T-shirt S for sloth, but also. Uh, as directed by Richard Donner. Oh, yeah. Um, Dick Superman Donner. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a little Dickie knockback Donner. there. There were a lot of, like, there was a Gremlins reference. Yeah. There yeah. was uh, yeah. other references. I did like how they he obviously had um, mechanical ears that would sort of just yeah. like his ears yeah, would the, like. The, that was interesting. Yeah, five hours yeah. of makeup every day. To get oh, that beautiful head same. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's quite a bit of Corey Feldman sort of, you know, doing his movie shtick, but there's quite a bit of uh, like almost old Hollywood um, slapsticky sort of, uh, you know, when he when he like opens up the the, the door and at uh, half the gate and sees the 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 car with the bullet holes and it's it's almost like. Yeah. of this movie is just people hitting each other. Yeah. 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 I did like uh, the backflip that Joey fucking pants did on the, uh, on <laughs> That's the slick log. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, ooh, yeah. that was a dope stunt. And, yeah, good. and just a good old hit in the nuts and, you know. What a that's nut a, that's, a, that's, yeah. an 80, that's an 80s movie. Okay. Job done. Okay, we're in the caves. So we're down, we're halfway through the film, or three quarters of the way through the film. We're in the caves. The scene where... They're playing with the pipes and they um, slot pushes <laughs> yes. the pipes up and causes yes. the, the whole thing. Yes. Well, and these are meant to be secret caves. Someone had to get down there and pull all these pipes in, right? Yep. Yeah. That is true. That well, is true. And, and also, it felt like from a different movie, it felt like very like Caddyshack or something. Oh, yeah. totally. All the issue, like, they, it was very strategic, that pipe scene, where it managed to um, get all of the people that they didn't like, uh, you know, like they were shaking on pipes, and mm. everyone who they didn't like in the first 30 minutes of the movie really copped it, especially, you know, old mate copying it on the toilet, and yeah. I still laughed out loud at that, because when, yeah, when I was seven, when that's I saw awesome. that, I was like, that's the greatest when thing When he's, re- he's reading Guns and seen. Ammo on the <laughs> toilet. Guns and Ammo. <laughs> yeah. Guns and Ammo. And he was like, what is he going to And he says, like... Oh. oh, I thought he said, like, Goodies. daddy. Oh, daddy. No, that's daddy. right. He says daddy. daddy right? He says yeah. daddy. That's you know in that scene, that scene when when um, when um Sloth pushes the, he like, and yep. then there's the scream and it's just like the over-the-top over, over the top sound effects, car crash and scream mm. and stuff. There was a scene which Spielberg had written and tried to get into the film where that somehow released two gorillas from the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, and they just went, uh, like Richard Donner and, and look, some of the other guys everywhere. just went, this is too ridiculous. Yeah. Like, no, we're not We're not going to do that. But it was in the, it was all storyboarded. You Google it. You can Sir, see the storyboard. I will These not two, my film. Two, two gorillas <laughs> running not, down the main streets of Astoria. Uh, just as a little side note. Yep. And as as was the other thing that was cut out of the film because they did test screenings and just went, this is, the, you know, this film's pretty far-fetched, but there's, um, this is just a little bit too much, was a giant octopus Yes, was. yes, but they talk about it. Yeah, I know. In the end, yeah, yeah. Data's like the giant octopus was really scary. You're like, what are you talking about? But yeah, they they had yeah, that whole thing funny filmed because it just comes it across like as lying. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, useful exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Data originally uh, planned on stuffing a Walkman into uh, the octopus's mouth to make it let go of mouth and you know Andy or whoever it was. Yeah. I'm like, this is such an 80s scene, but yeah, it's. They cut that out. They could have right. used a giant octopus. Yeah. yeah. Spielberg directed two scenes in this film. He did. He wrote. You know, he didn't write it. He he came up with the story, 
but he directed two scenes. One of them was the pipe scene, and the other one was in the the wishing well kind of yeah. thing. Isn't, and if you is, look closely, you can kind of tell. Isn't there kind of like a little bit of a um, poltergeist thing about yep. this movie? You know, like famously, oh, like um, people say Toby Hooper didn't actually d- direct Poltergeist. Like Spielberg was actually directing it. Hmm. Isn't there a similar thing with Goonies that that people say like oh, Spielberg was like kind of overstepping Rich, and pulling a lot Rich of Richard Donner's Richard was Donner, pretty big deal. He just done then. Superman. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Dick Donner would have. I feel Dickie like I've read, an, I've read an interview with Sean Astin saying that like Spielberg basically co-directed the movie. Like yeah. it was yeah. like the whole thing. I imagine Spielberg Thank would be. You. Yeah. Thank you. But I do imagine Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Spielberg would be For quite a at home pain in the ass. Hitching his pants up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Spielberg would be quite like, this is my story. He'd be quite hands-on and kind of annoying to. Having the room at the same time, he's like, yeah. oh, are you going to use that lens? Oh, that's cool. I put everything. Really, what he uses? Are you going to do that? Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, interesting. interesting. Oh. It doesn't, doesn't seem like an Oscar-winning yeah. choice. Yeah. 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 Mm. Although, yeah. Right. Can I talk about Sean Astin for a second? Sure. Yes, please. Sean Astin is such a good actor, and he was a great actor even when he was a child. Mm. I feel mm. like there were so many stirring Mr. Frodo-esque speeches in this movie, and I was like, this guy is so good. <laughs> yeah. I love I, him. He does. I, he does a kind of vulnerability very yes. well, right? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, watching it again, and you're just like, oh, he's great. He's really Actually great. Actually, watch. Oh, sorry, watch the YouTube. <laughs> I just, I just punched Sinead so in the face. I just watched a uh, YouTube where someone had replaced um, Samwise's monologue with the scene from "It's, it's Our Time" down here. Really? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, it's exactly the same. Mm. He does that well. Do, do you know what the best Sean Astin line is in it's, this film? No, in in. It's in uh, Lord of the Rings. Potatoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. stew. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I, do, I just want like final thing is that that set, which is real, like it's a hundred percent real, right? Yeah. And with yeah. the pirate ship and stuff, it's really awe-inspiring. Like it's, it's fucking like, amazing. Like, yeah. I, could, I could, I could, like, I mean, you know, as hard as it as it is for me. <laughs> it gets so personal, you guys, to access kind of feelings of childhood and stuff. They're kind of inaccessible in my psyche to some degree. But um, I, like, just, 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 <laughs> just seeing that set, like, I, I, I just imagined, like, that, yeah. that just, like, oh, like there was something that yeah. filled me with, but, like, childhood and glee and about back it. To, yeah. I mean. But also back to Seb's point about, like, I love the fact that they knew that the kids were going to be blown away by it so yeah. they sort of just didn't let them see it until the end and then yeah. it was just you know like, what they did whoa yeah at the rap party once they on all the kids had gone home as well they all got really trashed at the set and went down the water slides that's nice. yeah, that's really good yeah that's, that's dope yeah that's great I was yeah. kind of imagining like the uh, how fun it would have been to be a cameraman like going backwards going backwards with yeah. a camera oh, yeah yeah anyway sure. yeah. it kind of reminded me of hook like i've always loved yeah the yeah for yeah. hook yeah and yeah Rufio. Mm. hook Sorry. sucks right <gasps> Spielberg. yeah uh no, no well okay so uh <laughs> from the horse's mouth steven spielberg has said i would like to go back and watch hook to see if there's anything i like about it wow. what yep you're a fan Obviously. Uh, well, okay. There we go. Ne- well, next. <laughs> I just feel like because yep. you're, you're a bit younger, right? So Hook is your Hook Goonies. Hook is my Goonies, yeah, big time. Yeah. And it's the same guy. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I kind of think Hook isn't the greatest. <laughs> 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 
Um, so that's a wrap on uh, the Goonies. As always, uh, a big thank you to Jeremy and Jackie Winter for the use of this recording space. It is cool and just so crispy today, um, mm. as always. Um, can please listen it? to their podcast, uh, Jackie Winter Gives You the Business. Also remember to follow us uh, on Twitter at Deja underscore review, um, Instagram at Deja Review Podcast, or you can email us at hello at Deja Review Podcast.com. And if, and there's been actually quite a few people who've been uh, rating us um, on iTunes, which is fantastic. So Keep it please, up, yeah, no, it's, um, Don't call idiots. um <laughs> you're ruining it. Um, but um, thank you so much for that. Um, and uh, I would like to thank our guest, Sinead Stubbins. Thank you so much for thank coming you, in and uh, chatting with us. Um, hey, 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 Sinead. What? Are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah. How, how would somebody find <laughs> yes. you there? Uh, it's just my name, Sinead okay. Stubbins. Sinead Stubbins. Cool. Uh, yeah. do, do, I don't know. I have, have like a have tiny letter or anything. I do have a tiny letter. What's, what's your tiny letter called? Uh, did that happen, though? Did that happen, though? Yeah. Um, so I've been Mike Cairns, Kane Daniel, also at Kane Daniel on the Tudors. Yes. And old mm-hmm. mate over here, Seb Godfrey. Yeah, I'm just I'm just in here. I live here. I don't have anything on the internet. Mm. This is just me. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, guys. <laughs> we will see you next time in the future. Bye.